I love them. They're good people. They just don't get out much. Mainly because of that no shirt, no shoes rule. They love that hotel, though. God, they stole everything from that place. They stole the ashtrays while we were checking in. Didn't even dump the sand out of them. Just picked them up and walked out there. Stole everything. I mean, you get out of the shower, you're drying off with toilet paper because they have the towels in the Piggly Wiggly bag. And one day, one of the maids made the mistake of going to lunch and leaving her cart out in the hall. They were on that like a pack of dogs on a three-legged cat. Picked it clean. I asked my brother later on, I said, what are you going to do with 180 shower caps? He said, Christmas present. The comedy of Jeff Foxworthy as we launch this episode of the My Second Act podcast. For many, you're listening as you travel on a Labor Day holiday weekend. And uh, as you listen to this episode of Cadillac Jack, My Second Act, Donna and I encourage you to uh, travel safely and have a great three-day weekend. Do not make a left on red for your safety and the safety of those around you. Some housekeeping notes as well. We realize new listeners of this podcast are rolling in every single day and many choose to start their podcast journey with the most current episode. And if that's you, hello and welcome. And remember that when you have time, you can go as far back as episode one, January 7th, 2020, and listen anytime you would like. 183 episodes are waiting on you to explore, and you can listen in whatever order you'd like. The biggest appeal of podcasts, I think, to many is, is, is that you can listen on your time when it's convenient for you. When do I need to listen? That's a question we get a lot, Don. And the answer is simple. Unlike radio with podcasts, you don't have to be listening at a specific time or a day to hear a personality or a specific show. We serve up new episodes of Cadillac Jack, my second act, every Tuesday and Thursday at midnight. Once posted, they never go away, and you can listen when you have time. So welcome. My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years. Welcome to my second act. I'm Preston Thompson. I'm the producer of the My Second Act podcast, a University of Alabama graduate and the show's resident millennial. PT also works in big political circles. He won one of the closest state house campaigns in Georgia history. That I did. Right here in North Atlanta. Dang, I don't even know that I knew that. Okay, uh, my name is Dawn and I'm Caddy's wife and I'm very excited about this weekend. The um, college football's back. So UGA is kicking it off as a proud UGA graduate. I'm very excited. But I find this interesting. It's going to be, and I think we talked about this, but it's going to be in Charlotte, North Carolina. And I don't ever remember this, like on an opening game thing. I, I mean, I know there's different bowls and kickoffs and they have them at the Mercedes, you know, Mercedes-Benz or different places. But this one is the Duke's mayo bowl i was raised on dukes i know which is hilarious because dukes is a proud i mean north carolina is 100 dukes, percent dukes. Yep. yeah dukes country so i'm i would just love to know how much they paid for this and like do they get a lifetime supply of dukes i would imagine i've never heard of them having the naming rights they being dukes to a, a ball game or something like that before have you ever heard of them like no. in sports sponsorships or anything no 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 nope 
but I think it's great. And um, so it's uh, UGA and Clemson on sort of halfway neutral turf, although it's, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, um, in Charlotte, and it's going to be a great game. I'm very excited. I don't, at this point, I'm such a dog fan. Obviously, I want them to win. I'm just, I want to see people back on the field. I'm just ready for some college football. Ready for that cold, like nippy weather. I got a little sweater today. I'm ready. I'm moving on. I've moved past summer. Already gone. Yep. Time to go. Bank of America Stadium is where it's going to be held. ABC is going to have it. If you got to watch a stream, head to ESPN.com. Saturday night, 7.30 kick. It is the Georgia Bulldogs and Clemson. I was familiar, Donna, with the Facebook safety check feature on Facebook, but had never used it until about three days ago because of Hurricane Ida in the southeastern United States. We have Uncle Jay and Aunt Ruth who live in Louisiana, and Uncle Jay is your mother, Nana, or Harriet's brother. Yes. And, and they used to live here in Atlanta, and they moved to Louisiana. It's been a few years ago, right? Yeah, it's probably about 10 years ago. So, um, my the, yes, they lived here. It's my mother's only brother. And we have always been incredibly close with my um, my Uncle Jay and my Aunt Ruth. And they have a son named Stefan, who also, he's my cousin, but he also has kids. And um, he's in... Um, policing and first responding you know first he's a first responder down in um, New Orleans but they live in Laplace um, Louisiana and if you know that name if you've been watching things about Hurricane Ida Laplace took a direct hit Um, the levee broke and then they have the Mississippi River so they got flooded from both sides and the devastation was unbelievable and so you know obviously we had been reaching out to them prior saying you know do you want to come up do you want to stay in our spare bedroom and as most people do they're like no we're going to ride it out it's not going to be that bad i don't think it will hit us and they've been very lucky in the past um, because almost every big storm has kind of skirted around them the fascinating thing is hurricane ida was one year to the day that katrina hit of katrina which is just crazy eerily odd um but anyways they did well, take it wasn't one day one year no one. Yeah, it was not. It was not one year. One, to the it was day. Ten, Six, sixteen. Sixteen. Yeah, years. it was on the same day. day. I yes. believe it was Sorry sixteen about that. years yes, ago. Yes, that yeah. is right. Sixteen years ago, um, to the same day. But at any rate, they. Um, so I talked to them probably at eight o'clock, um, as it was coming in, and they have a backup generator. And this was my favorite line: "We have plenty of wine and bourbon." And um, then I didn't talk to them. Then then a tree went down in their backyard, and then we couldn't get in touch with them. And we did not make contact with them until yesterday, probably at one o'clock. So about 72 hours after. Yeah. And um, what I did is, you know, and you're right, I've never used, it, it made me realize what a valuable tool, as much as we all make fun of social media, but during these times, what a valuable tool. There's a purpose. Yeah. So I went on to, there's a Laplace, which is the area they live in, um, Facebook page and you had to be accepted in, but they had updates on all the streets and everything. And people were posting and I posted, you know, could somebody go by and check on this particular street? This is where my aunt and uncle live. We haven't heard from them. And my cousin, who's a first responder, couldn't get there because the entire area into there was flooded. So he was trying to send someone over. And then I even engaged, are you ready for this? The Cajun Navy. I have heard a lot about them, though, since yes. this since Ida hit. And explain the organization, what they do. Well, it's basically a group of volunteer kind of first responders. And they go out in fishing boats and trawler boats and, you know, in, in anything that they, they can get into um, to help during these times. And so you could go onto their Facebook page and onto their website and fill out a form. And I did. And this was kind of funny. 
I told my aunt and uncle once we knew they were fine. I said, I made y'all a little older. I mean, they're in their 70s. They're certainly not spring chickens. But I made them even older because I thought if they're older, maybe they'll go by and they're check going on to, them. They're going to different categories. Yeah, and they have three yeah. cats, but I said they only had one cat. Because if I'm in the Cajun Navy, I'm like, I ain't going to do a water rescue on three cats. You'll get the crap scratched out of you. You know what I mean? So, but it ended up fine. My um, my cousin, who is the first responder, was able to get them. They, their house had not flooded. They just had zero power and no one around them did. So they had no way of getting in touch with anyone. So he got them out of there and has taken them to his house for a while because he didn't have any damage and they've just got like a lot of, you know, water around them. But thank God they didn't have as much damage. But it really made me realize, you know, the power of social media and just people in this situation because, you know, what was great is people were sharing, you know, the posts that I made and saying, hey, Dana, don't you live over near because they live on, go these, check on, yeah, help on out. East Canterbury. Yeah. Can you go check on these people for this woman in Atlanta? And it was just amazing, you know, how nice people are to do those kind of things. There are 2,000 miles of transmission lines that remain out of service. 2,000 miles. So it's not just phone batteries at, at 1% that are scaring officials and scaring people. It's the fact that they don't know how long that they're going to be with that power. They don't have safe drinking water, working fridges, or the ability to run air conditioning. Why that matters right now is the temperatures in New Orleans and that area so hot as we sit here right now are over 100 degrees so you just survived hopefully with with most of your life intact uh, a, a category four hurricane hit and now you're dealing with no power no air conditioning and temperatures over triple digits yeah it's crazy i um had two kids they're not kids they're college kids who came into the store where i work yesterday that had been displaced from tulane and they said they had such a limited opportunity to get out of there. And the airline tickets were out of control. And they had just moved into their dorms. And they told them, just grab whatever you can. And they both told me that now they, it's official, they are not going back to school until October. October. And they were like, we left everything. Because one of them was from New York and flights were $900 to get home. So he just came home with his buddy. Another interesting thing and you forget about this and you know Tulane was one of the schools Olivia and I were going to go tour but very interesting that a lot of colleges it's this way freshmen can't have cars so these freshman parents were freaking out because they're like okay if they don't have cars how do we get them out and if you've ever been to New Orleans one of the greatest cities you know as far as food and just music and everything but it's not like there's millions and millions and millions of highways to get people out you know I-10 was just like almost completely shut down and so there was a mad scramble. Um, and I, th these kids told me that they got to Alabama and then their parents came to pick them up. Now, how they got to Alabama, I don't know. Didn't go that far with it. But it's all these things that, you know, I was the same way when I used to hear about. I have one group of relatives. My brother lives in Charleston, so we're always dealing with storms there. Um, I grew up going to Fripp Island in the summer. We were always dealing with hurricanes there. We had a house there. And now with this, but unless you're in the middle of it, you're just kind of like, oh, gosh. I mean, it really stinks. And you see it. But the firsthand just destruction and how it really messes up your life, you know, to potentially not have a place to go to school, to not have a place to call home, to not have a place to go to work. It's crazy. And remember, too, that first responders and crews from local EMCs and linemen and line women now and, and line people, we'll call them, power crews from other states, sometimes thousands and thousands of miles away that leave their families to help other families that they don't even know and we see staging a lot of times here in atlanta staging meaning like georgia power and a lot of the local emcs will stage at say 
Truist Park where the Braves play with hundreds and hundreds of bucket trucks and uh, linemen and line women. And then they'll leave in a caravan to uh, I'm sure many of them went to Louisiana for Ida. But, in you know, storms pass, whether it's Katrina or whatever. It's always been fascinating. Maybe it's not the word, but just uh, you you feel so proud when you see those people that are um, giving up their, their lives and their families behind to go help complete strangers get their lives back together again. Yeah, I know. It's amazing. I think there's so many donation sites. We'll put something up in the letter this weekend. If you can, you know, donate, there are a lot of people who need a lot of things. I will tell you one funny thing. My uncle, once he finally got his phone back up, my, um, my cousin was on the way over to pick him up and my uncle texted me, said, well, thank you for checking on me. We're fine. (laughs) And my cousin's like, okay, listen, we've had like the Calvary out, like literally you know, like Donna, the Angels, the Cajun Angels yeah, Brigade. the Cajun Na- Navy Donna's had out and everything. We're, we're coming to get you. And so when I talked to my uncle, he goes, I mean, you you know, did you assume we just didn't have power? And I go, no, this is actually what I assumed. I assumed you guys had drank way too much wine and bourbon and had the water had risen. You'd made it to the roof. You'd fallen off, cracked your head open, and y'all were now in two separate hospitals and nobody knew where you were. He's like, wow, okay. He goes, well, none of that happened. <laughs> But your my mind went like to the yeah, worst Well, it did, place. but but yeah. understandably, you understand why. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Hey, this is uh, just a couple of ways that you can help. Donate to national organizations like All Hands and Hearts or local charities in the New Orleans area, like Another Gulf is Possible and Feed the Second Line. And uh, I have links to all of those organizations where you can help on the Cadillac Jack Podcast Facebook page. Check that out. And uh, thinking about everybody affected by Ida. I have a clip that I want to play for you. I think it's about 40 seconds. It's audio from a school board meeting in Henrico. Is that the way you say it? H-E-N-R-I-C-O. It's right outside of Richmond, Virginia. The Henrico school board met on August 26th of this year, so a couple of weeks ago. And um, they were taking questions. They wanted to to be more um, inclusive, Donna, I guess, mm-hmm. of the community. Mm-hmm. And so they invited people to submit questions. This is actual audio from the school board meeting. Check this out. Thank you so much, Ms. Thomas. We do appreciate you. Phil McCracken. Phil McCracken. Eileen Dover. Eileen Dover. Don Kiddick. Don Kiddick. They're not there. Wayne Kerr. Wayne Kerr. It's like an eight-year-old's. That's that's why I love it so much, though. I know, because you're like an eight-year-old. God bless these 12-year-olds who pulled this off. Wait, it was 12-year-olds? Yeah. 12-year-old kids pulled this off. I didn't quite understand all that. Love to see the younger crowd getting involved in community politics, Donna. Okay. Okay. They forgot a few, though. Harry Beaver. I'm not going to do this. When I I ran this segment by you, you're like, really? We're going to do that? It's fine. Go ahead. Harry Beaver. No. Who else we got? No, we'll move on. Who else do we have? I'm really disappointed that Mike Hawksmall wasn't called to appear. I don't even know if I get that one. I'm going to have to put it together off air. Donna is Mike Hawksmall. The local paper wrote an article about it. The Henrico Citizen newspaper. The hometown news source since 2001. And the headline was this. Prank finds its way into school board meeting. And the article was written by citizen staff writer Huge Erection. Okay. All right. All right, we're going to move on. God bless the children for pulling that off. I thought that was uh, 
I thought we'd maybe spend more time on this. We're going to move on. Okay. <laughs> All right. Maybe another comedy clip about traveling for the three-day weekend to save the show here. Do you have a preference for which comedian you'd like to hear, Don? No, I don't care. Okay. Do you want me to clog or anything? Huh? No, no, please don't do that. Okay. Please don't do that. I just got back from uh, Jamaica, Ocho Rios. If you have not been, do not look at the brochure. <laughs> On the brochure, they got a bunch of empty beaches. The beaches are not empty because there's about 75 Ocho Rians on that beach trying to sell you a T-shirt. <laughs> and they're very aggressive about selling T-shirts in Ocho Rios because this is what they do to get your attention. They call you by whatever famous American they think you favor. <laughs> So soon as I stepped on the beach, they were like, yo, 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 Tiger Woods, you want a t-shirt, Tiger? <laughs> He's like, you don't want to buy my t-shirt? You don't want me to feed my family? You're going to kill my family? Like, he got loud, and all these people from the beach start gathering around, and they're like, yo, dude, why you want to kill his family? <laughs> like, I don't even know his family. But I felt pressure from the crowd, so I was like, yo, give me five T-shirts, right? Because I'm walking along the beach with my 500% cotton T-shirts. <laughs> and this next guy comes to me like, yo, 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 Chris Brown, you want to buy a bracelet? I was like, hold on. Chris Brown, want to buy a bracelet. I am such an easy target for those people. Uh -huh. You know this. Yes. Like when we went to the Bahamas, we got off this bus, and this woman's like comes up, and oh, you got your babies with you. It's a great day. And I think the next thing I knew, I had like, I don't even know, like 10 of those beaded necklaces. Mm -hmm. I think we should tell the story about, since everybody's traveling right now, that's why we're playing these comedy clips because everybody's traveling for like Labor Day. Remember when we went to St. Thomas and we took the open air um, car, we were going to go to Megan's Bay, which is beautiful if you're ever in St. Thomas. Right, right. And so we took this open air car and we had all the kids on it. Oh, this, yes, I remember Yes, this. and it was like a, almost like a cattle car full of like people and kids. People, yeah. Yeah. From a cruise ship. And so when we got up there, our kids were little. So we have a 22-year-old, a 17, and 18, yep, and, and 15 a 15. Oh my gosh, they're getting older. Um, but at the time, they were probably like, I don't know, 11, Five nine, years younger than Yeah. Now. And so the guy who was driving the car pulls up to the top, and there was a gate that you had to go through. But way before you got to the gate, he pulls over on the side of the road. He goes, okay, this is how we're going to do it. I need everybody to grab a hold on to your babies if you have a baby i need all the kids in the back i need y'all to scoot together and, and our kids their eyes were like as big as saucers well, because they thought they were going to get killed yeah that we were being ambushed. Yeah, ambushed because we had also told them probably a little too much like you have to be careful in saint thomas and there's these rogue taxis and you know watch where you're going there are people who take people and so they were just like oh my gosh this and, is it yeah i remember olivia saying this is where it goes down and all they wanted to do was count everybody in the car so that they could pay the fee to get through the gate to yep. get to the beach. That was it. But like the kids wouldn't leave that from like the chairs from that point on. Like sometimes you can over scare your kids. You, know? you can. Yeah. Do you know the uh, TikTok trend about who's got the sauce? Who's got the sauce? Have you heard that one? No, I'm on this. I'm, okay. I'm on the climbing of the milk crates. I want to see if we can do this with you. No, that's all been. They've, they've taken those down because so many people are getting hurt. Where do you find the milk crates? I don't know. I don't know. But do, are you familiar with who's got the sauce? No, I'm not. Okay. <laughs> no. Explain to all of us. Well, I know I'm not going to. I'm just going to say that we 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 are big believers in the sauce, right? We love dips, dipping yes, dipping yes, sauces yes, yes. and things yes. like that. They can make a meal. Yes. All right. How about a, a a dipping sauce made from balsamic vinaigrette, clove, honey, garlic, and Dijon mustard? I'm in. Okay. See. Yep. We had uh, you were asking the other night about uh, what is the glaze? What is the sauce? Who's got the sauce for these uh, balsamic honey glazed pork medallions that we had for dinner from Dinner Affair? 
And so I did a little research. I went to dinnerfear.com because I was curious too. Can I make, can I replicate this sauce with balsamic, clover, honey, garlic, and Dijon mustard? And I turns out I could not, which yeah. is why you lean on the experts like the chef's dinner affair to prepare the sauces and delicious meals that uh, you can get on your table less than 30 minutes, much less than 30 minutes, most of them, and in three steps. And one thing we'd done with a couple of the um, chicken recipes lately is we air fried them. Where we are late to the air fryer oh party. Oh my gosh. So late. We've worn it out in like five days. Yeah, we, we've we had cooked. so much chicken. Everything. Well, not just chicken. We put a, um, what was it? The uh, We had a, a like a steak. Uh, steak? We did cinnamon rolls. Yeah. Okay, this is, we're way off task. Waffles, we'll have to go bacon, back to that. everything. But you can cook anything in your air fryer. So, Including your protein from dinner if you're with ex- Exactly. And I think it's important because a lot of people like to grill in the summer. And they're like, oh, I don't know, you know, because I don't want to order all this food because I kind of like to grill in the summer. Grill your chicken. It's chicken. But it's great cuts of meat, and there's great recipes, and as you said, great sauces that you can baste on, on the grill, on the green egg, or if you want to air fry it to make Who's it healthier. Who's got the sauce? Who's got the sauce? Um, but, but I said to you, a manufacturer of one of the air fryers should have had a camera in our kitchen the night that we, we had our first meal, because we're all like, and it was legit, we're like, oh my God, this is great. Yeah, it was amazing. This is some good stuff. $30 off your first order. Enter the promo code CADDY2021. That's C-A-D-D-Y. CADDY2021 at checkout. Uh, Ashley Zervos, a pot peeper this episode. We tried Dinner Affair for the first time this month. We ordered 12 meals, have had three so far. Everything has been so good that we've tried. Everyone in our family has loved the food, including our two small kids. That's a miracle. Um, and that's the thing about Dinner Affair. Every ingredient that you need has already been weighed and chopped and, 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 and put in an individual Ziploc bag. So if there's something that provides heat, to the dish that you're not interested in or there's something that, uh, that, that your kids don't like that's in one of those bags, you just don't include it. It's that simple. Dinneraffair.com. Dinneraffair.com. Free delivery. No contract. They do ship nationwide and a money-back guarantee. Should we get an uh, endorsement from like an air fryer? Yes. Work on that. Here's the thing about the air fryer. It was one of my birthday gifts that you gave me. And normally with this kind of thing, I will say this, it'll sit in the box for a long time. Until I'm like, you know what? Do I maybe really? We should yeah, try it. Maybe I should try it. I don't know. You know, like a cupcake maker or something. You know, all those things that were going around. But we got this sucker out, and we started pulling up all these recipes. And like the Pillsbury cinnamon rolls are amazing. You know how like with cinnamon rolls, you're like, you want to cook them a little more because you don't want them raw in the middle. And the next really? thing you know, they're burnt. And so we did that, and we cut bacon. Olivia and I did, and we put bacon on top, little sliver so of bacon on top of each cinnamon roll. Yeah. So you had icing and bacon. Yeah. It was amazing. So if you don't have an air fryer, you, probably everybody in America has an air fryer. Uh, we're last, yeah. Yeah, we're late to the game. We have a small ask of you three things if you are able, and I know that you are. So let's knock these three things out, okay? Number one, hit the subscribe button so you don't miss anything coming up. Number two, invite and encourage three people into your circle or complete strangers that, you, that may be next to you on the beach right now as you listen to this episode of the My Second Act podcast. Invite them to enjoy the podcast. Listen to the end of each episode. And show our sponsors some love. Gallery Furniture and Gainesville Dinner Affair. The Denny's 55-plus menu. Visit Denny's.com. Guests of the Cadillac Jack My Second Act Podcast Day. Properties owned by Atlanta's Paramount Hotel Group, including the brands Home Two Suites by Hilton and Hampton Inn by Hilton. I thought maybe you were going to say they were staying at the Denny's now. No, but we can, that's, that's the ultimate cross-promotion right there. Yeah, it's called that Synergy. Is. Yeah, I like that. And we are going to take a holiday weekend off from the letter this weekend. Issue 77 will hit your inbox Saturday, September 11th. Why are you doing that? Because uh, I'm taking them. You're just taking a day I'm, off. I'm tired. Oh, okay. Carl and I talked about it. I said, you know I what? Like let's just that. take the week. When we do that a lot of times during the holidays. Yes. All right. So um, let's add two songs to the Spotify Hype Song playlist. Okay. You go first. Uh, you go first. Oh, okay. I am doing the band Camino. 
and the song is called Show It All. And are you familiar with the band? I've Camino? never heard of them. Well, it's a rock band, um, and they are from Memphis. And I do want to say they had uh, they had to kick out one of their members because he got in a little trouble. And that's I love this band because the music's so great. But what I really love about him is they kicked his ass out because he got in some trouble. What kind of trouble? Some stuff with some girls. So they kicked him on were out of the young? band. No, I don't know if they were young, but they just inappropriate behavior. So they kicked his ass out. But anyways, the song is fabulous. It's called Show It All. If you kind of like, um, oh, I don't know, like Wilco, that kind of stuff, you'll love it. Good stuff. And that's Camino like the car. Yeah, the band Camino. Okay. How about you? Leroy Parnell's band. All right. All right. On the road, because many of you are this Labor Day holiday three-day weekend. Leroy, we have seen Leroy many, many times. Texas artist, and um, is just an amazing songwriter, an amazing voice, and amazing play, hair, amazing hair. Mm. Still has it too. Oh yeah. And uh, one of, I mean, would would I would put him in the same category as like a Keith Urban when it comes to playing the guitar. He's a favorite of ours. All right. So maybe you're thinking right now, hey Caddy, hey Donna, why can't you just play your hype song right now for all to hear and for all to enjoy? Well, that's impossible. And a lot of people don't know this, and so I wanted to circle back real quick to this. We are not allowed to play music. Not because we got in trouble. No, no, but it's just a rule. We don't own the rights to any music. Couldn't afford it anyway. Nor, um, but no podcast really can. Right, nobody music. can. Yeah. Nobody can. Some some attempt to get away with it, and they do. Yeah. But here at the Appen Podcast Network, that's just not We the follow the rules. It's not the cards. Sort of. Bonnaroo. Wait, what Leroy Parnell song are you adding? On the Road. Oh, On the Road. Okay, gotcha. Donna's a curator of the Spotify Hype Song Playlist. There you go. Add two songs each episode. Bonnaroo's been canceled, and it has nothing to do with COVID. Unbelievable. Do you know how many people were headed that way to Manchester, Tennessee? They it, had their Tevas packed. They had their, their Chacos packed. They had their shrooms. They've got everything they need. They got a blanket, maybe a Navajo type of blanket, you know? They called it like Tuesday at noon. Yes. And it was supposed to, if you're listening on Upload Day, thank you for that. September 2nd. Today's Thursday, September 2nd. It was to start today in Manchester, Tennessee. Well, and it had been canceled, if you remember the year before, a huge disappointment. So it was back on. Everybody was very excited. And then rain. From Ida. So, if you are a ticket holder, they, first of all, promised that we'll see you on the farm, which is what they call it, in June 2022 for Bonnaroo. Tickets purchased through Frontgate Tickets will be refunded to the original method of payment in as little as 30 days. Now, that's impressive because a lot of times if you're waiting on a ticket refund from a concert promoter, it's Never. months, if, if ever. So the fact that the Bonnaroo people are saying, listen, we're going to have your money back to you in as little as 30 days. I'm impressed by that. Much of the lineup that was to begin to date Bonnaroo was rolled over from last year when canceled because of COVID. Uh, Lizzo was ready. Huge fan of Lizzo that would have been great what do you think's on her contract writer uh I'm not gonna go there I don't okay. know uh Tame Impala never heard of Tame Impala's yep uh Foo Fighters Megan the Stallion My Morning Jacket Tyler the Creator he's the one that sings that song you put on the hype yes. playlist called Hurricane or something yes no not Hurricane Earthquake Earthquake Earthquake, Earthquake. Tyler the Creator um let's see here the Disco Biscuits Goose and more Love that. But this is my favorite part. Now have an open weekend. Okay, listen to this. Yes. In lieu of the festival, organizers are encouraging ticket holders to safely gather with your Bonnaroo community and continue to radiate positivity during this disappointing time. So I think that means basically grab your shrooms and right. your Navajo blanket, and head over tent. to Jim's house if his wife's out of town, and, and have you a rager. Play some some counting Foo Fighters albums from past Exactly. Years. All right. Exactly. Can you imagine... 
as a conversation starter. I, I, there's no better conversation starter than this. Hello, lady. Bet you five bucks you've already seen my ding dong. And it, it would be true. It would be true. If, if Spencer Eldon, that could be his conversational starter at, at a bar. Hey, I bet you five bucks you've seen my wiener. Here's why. Uh, Spencer Eldon is the, the kid who was on the cover of Nirvana's album. The most iconic cover ever. My point. But now he's suing, saying that he's the poster child for our victim culture. This 15-minute photo shoot happened when he was four months old, floating in the pool. He was paid $400. This lawsuit represents the core of three impulses in which America is the undisputed champion. Number one, the craving of undeserved riches. It's mine. I deserve it. Give it to me. Crazy claims of victimhood, number two. And number three, creative lawring. Lawring. How would you say? What's that? Well, I mean, like your attorneys, get creative. Lawyering. Lawyering. Thank you, Donna. If you can't get rich by, by, by hard work or talent or dumb luck, then the next best thing is just start screaming, I'm a victim, I'm a victim. And have you read the lawsuit? No. Okay. I have a couple of questions. Yes. I don't know if you know the answer to these. So, obviously, he was a baby. He couldn't decide if he wanted to be on this. How did they come up, like, upon him as a child? Like, was it someone know. the band knew? Did they audition for baby penises? I mean, like, how does that work? I mean, I just You have to be careful with that, though, I bet. Yeah, I mean, Put I think so. call for that. Like, that's not appropriate. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, how do you, like, a model casting call. I have a feeling maybe it was someone from the band's friend or something. And, like, they had him in the pool. I, I mean... I don't know. I mean, he was a baby. He couldn't make that decision. Okay, but since then, though, he has tried himself to capitalize and and um, make money off of it. Like, I think for the 20th anniversary of the album, what was the album? I, uh, um, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Thank you. Yeah. Um, he, he's like on the 20th anniversary of that album, he tried to reproduce the picture of him in the pool and sell it. So he, he's been okay with it up until now when he can't pay his rent or something. With his adult penis? Yes. Oh. Okay, I'm, I'm not for this then. Spencer, this this guy, he, he hijacked a completely unearned place in pop culture history. And he can say, I think that he has one of the most iconic penises in the history of rock and roll. And that's saying something. What do you think of people like Tommy Lee? Yes. He haunted the boat with his. He did indeed. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else is in the uh, Rock and Roll Penis Hall of Fame? Um, Gene Simmons. He's supposedly slept with a ton of women. Do you remember Simply Red? Yes, but I cannot imagine that that man okay. with those little curly yep, red hair slept with that many women. Mike Hucknall is his name. And he claims, Donna, that he slept with 3,000 women over three years. And he did recently apologize for that. To who? who who's he apologizing to? Okay. Know. So I asked PT, PT, the producer of the My Second Night podcast, to do the math here. And PT brought in his homework. Mm-hmm. If... Mike slept with 3,000 women over three years. How many women did he bet a day? It's about 2.75. Round up to three. He's busy. Golly. Yeah. If, if he chooses not to work on Sundays, it's about 3.2. Yeah. That's a big day for touring, though. You know, in certain yeah. markets. The only people yeah. who have time to do these things are people who do not have jobs. So, yes. Well, he had a job. But, I mean, like, he's in, like, music. But, I mean, like. He only works, like, two hours a day. Yeah. So, yeah. he's got plenty of time to bed these women. Also, just because I happen to know, <laughs> not about this. Don't be doing that to me. Uh, no, what do you got? The baby from the Nevermind uh, cover photo was Spencer. 
a child of the photographer's assistant. There's yes. always something. Yeah. Yeah, because I just can't imagine how that would have come about otherwise. Um, interesting. Interesting. The craving of undeserved riches, crazy claims of victimhood. I've been victimized. And creative what, Donna? Lawyering. Thank you. Country star Chase Rice is dating Kristen Cavallari. Cavallari, allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. Who um, is she? Okay, so we talked about her before. She was married to Jay Cutler, who was the quarterback for the Chicago Bears. They got divorced. They had she's from the Hills. Um, if you ever watched that reality show, and then she had her own show, Very Cavallari, on E that Jay, her husband, was on at the time. And so they got divorced, and she originally started kind of dating this comedian, Jeff Dye, um, and they went to Mexico, but they nothing went happened with it. And she said, you know, listen, I'm just focused on myself. I'm just going to take care of my kiddos, and I'm focused on myself. And then supposedly people have seen her and Chase out together, and she has gone to one of his shows. Mm-hmm. But it's just very, like, low-key right now. Chase uh, just wrapped a three-week run at number one on the country chart with a song called Drinking Beer, Talking God, Amen, which uh, was written by uh, Corey Crowder, who is here from the Atlanta area. Corey, by the way, real quick, Corey's counting his money uh, and should build a, a third beach house because he had like he was at number one for, I think I did the math, seven weeks in a row of songs that he wrote because he also wrote uh, Famous Friends oh, yeah, from uh, for, Chris Young and Kane Brown. Yeah, for Kane Brown. And I think that one went number one for like two weeks, and then he followed up that one with the, the Chase Rice song, Drink a beer, talking God, amen, which was like three or four weeks at number one. And I love that song. I will tell you, Chase Rice is one of those people, though, that I get mixed up. I'm going to be honest with yeah, you. I, I he too. falls in that category of like Brett Young. Sounds terrible. No, but it's true. Honestly, like Granger Smith, a couple of people like that, like that just haven't quite broken through the pack. But if you remember, Chase was on that really awkward situation on The Bachelor. Remember how they always get some country yeah, artist to play while the bachelor and the girl are dancing or whatever well the girl that the bachelor was dating with at the time dated had him. dated chase yes, i remember that and now. it was so awkward and weird so weird yeah never know who you run into dole the wolfman rogers bought gallery furniture in the 40s and the 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 cheesy by design tv commercials that he and and, and his daughter asked for donna were in aired for over 20 years not only in Atlanta, but also on Superstation TBS, if you remember, which is where the Braves were carried. And that's why the Braves, in the early years, Donna, had such a nation, national following. It's because they aired their games on, on yeah, the Superstation. That's why they were called America's team. So the Wolfman and Donna Gallery Furniture also had a national footprint. They are a locally owned small business, and they are open this Labor Day weekend. Ask for Donna. Ask for Maryland. Ask for the Wolfman. They will put any offer you bring in from Wayfair. They will bring uh, any uh, put down any offer that you bring in from Amazon or another big box retailer. They're gonna they're gonna they're gonna dig a hole in the back of the showroom and they're gonna bury that offer and they're gonna make it good on whatever you find on the showroom floor this Labor Day weekend at Gallery. Yeah, Labor Day is a big weekend. Holiday weekends are always a big weekend when you know what you're not working. You've got plenty of time um, to drive up and and kind of take a look at things and especially like if you're one of those like husband or wife teams where the husband's like i think we need a new couch but i gotta have my wife there to pick it out or my wife's like i think we need a couch but i gotta make sure he's saying grace over the price so the two of you can go up this weekend it's a beautiful drive up lake lanier um to gallery furniture i'm sure don and them are going to have something up there whether something they're cooking or something going on plenty of turtles and like doggies to pet hugs and love too oh my gosh it's so great so head up there and the most important thing and the most important reason to head up there is what we continue to say is you're going to get your furniture 
what you say, like I'm going to go out and buy furniture somewhere and I'm not going to get it. Yes, that's what's going to happen to you. You're going to keep getting calls saying it's been delayed. It's been delayed. It's on a boat. The boat hadn't got out of the dock. All of this stuff. So if you need furniture, why do you want to wait? Don't type your money. Go up there and they will get you set up. Monarch Table and Chairs this weekend. Uh, Donna's going to throw in a bench, eight forty nine. The price recliner, some two ninety nine. Tons of bedding options. Gallery furniture, sixteen hundred Browns Bridge Road, Gainesville. Anytime we talk about Bucky's, which is a gas station, well, it's much more than that. I get more posts and tweets and direct messages from people who are like Cadillac Jack. Stop the Bucky's hate, which that's a strong word. I'm not saying that uh, it's not Bucky's hate. I have Bucky's. Um, Do you have FOMO? No, certainly not that. Mm. I just um, I don't understand this draw. obsession. Obsession. That's the word I'm looking for. I guess we mentioned the new Bucky's that opened here in Georgia in Calhoun, which is uh, near Rome in Dalton, and they've been open for about two three weeks. At one point, I opened up Facebook, Donna. And three of the first five, this is in the last week, three of the first five posts in my feed were pictures from friends who traveled to Calhoun to the new Buckies. I know. Posting pictures on in social of, media. And they have it in front of the beaver. There's like a beaver statue. Uh, yeah, like a, well, a blow-up beaver. Yes. I saw Ricky on the radio in front of that beaver. Rick, uh, Rick's eyes, I guess. Yeah. He lives in Dalton. Linda Leon wrote, Cadillac Jack. So, because I said, I don't want to go on a weekend. I'm, I'm not willing to give up a weekend to go to Buckies. Go on a weekday. It was insane, but all caps here, beaver nuggets. Yes. Everyone brags about the beaver nuggets. Well, they're basically like Cheetos, che- cheese puffs, but they're beaver nuggets. Pot Pete Beth Rucker posted a picture of uh, she and her daughter on Facebook, the new location. Uh, Roy Carl, Cadillac. I've been in several Bucky's Carl wrote, or Roy Carl wrote. They're just a huge convenience store. I can't believe how people are so excited about them. Bram, 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 Roy. I mean, people love it. We love it. Thank you, Roy. For your support of the My Second Night Podcast. James Royster. We were there last weekend and the sandwiches and homemade chips are awesome. Homemade chips. You have me at homemade chips. Mike Straw posted a picture of uh, he and his daughter on Facebook. It's definitely worth it, brother. Mike wrote. Uh, Best oatmeal raisin cookies. Sheila Bennett wrote. Everybody's got a favorite food. I mean, is it a restaurant? Is it a gas station? It's everything. That's the whole point. It's everything. Something stuffed pork tenderloin wrapped in bacon. It's a gas station. They sell like motor oil. In the freezer section. Bo- and they have a bacon wrapped boudin, tenderloin. Wooden stuffed pork tenderloin. Who knew? In the freezer section. They said the Drew. briskets, the barbecue is the best. Cadillac as well. We're going, go hungry. They have great barbecue, brisket, and more. Phil yes, and I've Alfred heard that writes. from a lot of people. Uh, we have one 10 minutes from our house. Robin Jackson, a pot peep writes. You ready for this? The place is terrible. All caps, terrible. It's just terrible. We are always finding excuses to go there. They are so bad. I think she's being facetious. I wonder if they have a Bucky's credit card. We don't. I, if they do, we don't need one of those. No, but I mean, I was just thinking about like it's not one of those places like you can swing into and grab a cowtail and a Slurpee and hit the road. I mean, like I would think you're going to need like like there must be people with shopping carts because how are you going to get your blanket, your beaver bites, your, your breaking wrap fudge, pork tenderloin, your tenderloin out chips. to your car, your stuffed beaver, beaver oh nuggets. Gosh, it's crazy. I had something else to say about. Oh, the thing that I find fascinating about Bucky's too is the fact that they do not have diesel. Yeah. Tractor trailers are not allowed. Well, because, they don't want to encourage them to come. Right, but you would think that, that would be a huge revenue stream that Bucky's is missing out on because they have like 115 pumps at each location, but none of them are diesel. Yeah, but I think the deal is, is that then it scares off the other people. 
you know, people are like, oh, I don't want to be with all those trucks. Yeah, like, like the lot, the lot lizards that come yeah. around at night, rat, knocking on the door. Of the really, I don't 18 know. Eighteen wheelers. Have I ever been in an eighteen wheeler? I don't know, but I don't even know anything. This lot lizards. Audio for this episode from Jeff Foxworthy, Mark Theobald, Jim David, and the Enrico County Public School System. Our thanks to executive producer Carl App in this episode of My Second Act was produced by Preston Thompson, PT, host of the Georgia Politics Podcast and the Drafted Podcast. New episodes on Tuesday and Thursday of Cadillac Jack, My Second Act. We are proud to be part of the Appen Podcast Network. I can't stand traveling anymore because I can't stand making plane reservations. Hi, I'd like some information before we begin. What is your final destination? Miami. I think you said Scottsdale. (laughs) Is that right? No. I'm sorry, I didn't quite get that. What is your final destination? Miami. Checking flights for Seoul, South Korea. No! What is... No! Did you... No! Agent. Checking flights for Agent, North Dakota. Shut up! I'm gonna kill you! I'm gonna rub your face in a gravel driveway. Just get me an agent! I'm sorry, I didn't quite get that. What is your final destination? Your face! Because when I find it, I'm gonna bash it in! I think you said Miami. (laughs) Safe travels this Labor Day holiday three-day weekend.